0: Bibles to the book of Genesis chapter 1 I'm going to read verses 1 and 2 Genesis 1 1 and 2 Genesis 1 1 and 2 I read In the beginning God created the heaven and the earth And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. Amen. Amen. Today, we are going to begin a series on what I call the Holy Spirit in action. What did I say? The Holy Spirit in action. And I pray for everyone and someone present here and listening on the internet. That the Holy Spirit will move in your situation. I pray that the Holy Spirit will move in your life. Because brethren, if you have an encounter with the Holy Spirit, your life cannot and will not remain the same. So, as we look at the Holy Spirit in action, we look at the interactions of the Holy Spirit And we are starting from the beginning. We are starting from the book of Genesis chapter 1. We have a long journey ahead of us. The Lord will ride with us. And every step of the way, your blessings will not elude you in Jesus' name. So our introduction to the Holy Spirit in the Bible automatically gives us a view of the person of the Holy Spirit. I believe we know when we talk of the Holy Spirit, we are talking of a person. We are talking of what? A person, not a thing. Not uh, an intangible object. This is not Halloween. This is God himself. And a few things we want to take note of. From Genesis chapter 1, especially verse 2. Is that... Number one, the Holy Spirit was involved in creation. He was before anything was created. So he knows the source and the constitution of anything that was created. So because he was involved in creation, he knows where that thing started. He knows the composition of that thing. You know, when you have, uh, I think it's, it's, it's Apple that does it. When you have an Apple device, if there's an issue with the device, you can't fix it. You have a problem with your iPhone, with your iPad, they have done it so that you cannot fix it. And no engineer in your neighborhood can do what? Nobody can fix Apple devices, except who? Except Apple. That's the design of their, of their products. If it's faulty, you have to send it back to their designated people that can fix it. They know how it was made. They know what's in it, and they, in fact, when you look at any these an apple device, you find that you can't open it anywhere, but it can be opened. The makers know how to open it and how to fix it. The Holy, Spirit, the same thing about the Holy Spirit. He knows your constitution. As you are sitting down here today, he knows you from, not just from the head, but from where? From the hair. From the hair. He knows how many of your hair are gray. He knows how many are blue. Even though you have decided to color your hair green. Or you color it yellow. Whatever color you choose to give your hair. He knows what he has put there. So because of that, I mean, that includes you. He was there when you were created and he created you for a purpose. That's why he created me for a purpose. That's very important. In Jeremiah chapter 1, Jeremiah chapter 1 from I mean verses 4 and 5 it's a passage we know very well. The Bible says, "The word of the Lord came unto me," that is unto Jeremiah saying, "Before I formed thee in the belly I knew thee." Before thou came forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee and ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. While this young man was still in the womb, God not only knew him, but sanctified him. Gave him a purpose. Gave him a direction. If anything needs to be repaired or fixed in your life, the Holy Spirit is the only one that can fix it because he created you. As previously discussed, the Holy Spirit is the powerhouse of the Trinity, of Godhead. And that is why, even though the Bible says, in the beginning God created in heaven and the earth, the Holy Spirit was there in action. He was moving. Ready for the next instruction, say, what does God want us to do now? And whatever it is that God wants us to do, He, he, he does, He moves. So that's the first point, is that He was involved in creation. The second point I want to take note of this morning is that creation was by the spoken word. Creation was by what? The spoken word. The creative power of the Holy Spirit is released when you speak in the Spirit. As God spoke, the Holy Spirit moved and it was done. And we have the example of Genesis chapter 1 verse 3. The first creative work of the the Lord that we can see. And God said, let there be light. And what happened? There was light. Is your tongue a creator or a destroyer? Can you ask your neighbor? Is your tongue a creator or a destroyer? Now that's very important. Because the Bible tells me in Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21, Proverbs 18, verse 21, it says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Death and life are where? In the power of the tongue. With a tongue, you can kill, with a tongue, you can make a life. With a tongue, you can, you can encourage somebody to go and kill himself. And the blood of that person is on who? It's on you. It's like this, what we were told about uh, a sister that was sharing a testimony. Was it last week? About a, a small boy. When this boy was born, he was born a twin. A boy and a girl. When they were born, in the process of birth, the mother died. Maybe the mother could have lived if when the mother was in labor, the, the, the grandmother allowed the uh, doctors to perform a CS. But she said, no, they won't perform CS on her daughter. Those are words that come from God's own country. We normally pray when a woman is pregnant that, oh God, let it not be cesarean section. Because many times a cesarean section is like a sentence of death. So she took the boy. I mean, the woman to some traditional uh, bad people. The woman died. Now the grandmother would now talk to the child and say, "You killed your mother." And the boy grew up with that, saying that he did what? He killed his mother. It sowed the wrong seed in his life. Well, as he was growing up, of course, eventually the grandmother died. When the grandmother died. If Raptor does not take his grandmother, he will die. He went to live with maybe some other family. I don't know what happened. Somebody died there. And this boy began to think that since he killed his mother, it looks as if everywhere he goes, what happens to them? See, the wrong seed that was sown in this boy. And so one day, the boy, I mean, the, the story is longer. He was supposed to go and meet somebody to go and live with a, a family. And he heard that the woman of the house he was going to be staying with was sick. I said, ah, because I'm coming. This one too wants to do what? So he decided to kill himself. Because of that wrong seed that was sown in him. And that's why I'm asking that question. He took poison, but God delivered him. That's why I'm asking the question. Is your tongue a creator or a deliverer? You need, I mean, you need, or a, a destroyer rather. you need to speak and make pronouncements with the faith of God and faith in God. This is very important, especially for our mothers. What do you tell your children? What prayer do you release upon your children when they greet you in the morning? What prayer do you release upon them when they are going to school? When you don't pray even for yourself, how can you pray for your children? You just need those children to go through life whichever way. And the things you should have sown into their lives from, from childhood is not there when they grow up. The battles you should have fought for them it was not fought when it ought to have been fought. The words you should have released into their lives that will establish their future was not released at the appropriate time. Many of us rather than pray for our children, what do we do? We release causes upon them you decide. You not know this, you will not know that. Ah. I remember what the general of said. He said, when, he, when he, he, he was growing up, whenever he offended his, his mother, what would she say? Instead of saying anything negative, she begins to bless him. It is his mother that told him that when you call one person, 200 will answer. And today when he calls one person, 1,000 will answer. Is that not so? If the GO wakes up today and says, I need a pair of shoes, do you know what's going to happen? Shoes will flood the, flood the camp. If he says today, I need a car, no matter what they tell you is happening in Nigeria, I can tell you before the end of the day. I, I, there was a time he had to tell people to stop giving him ties. There a time he had to tell people to stop giving him cars. He said, I have enough. Look at the ones you brought are here. And so he started giving those cars out. But you know what it is: the more you give, the more what? The more you give, the more you receive. That's very important. You need to speak and make pronouncements with the faith of God and with faith in God. Mark chapter uh, eleven, verse twenty-two to twenty-four. Mark eleven, twenty-two to twenty-four. Jesus Christ answering. We know the story there. Jesus caused that victory. The fig tree da- dried immediately. The following day, whatever when they were passing there, the disciples saw it and pointed his attention to him. And said, very day I say unto you, whosoever shall say unto this mountain. The key word is, whosoever shall do what? Say. It's what you say. As a child of God, you have power. Tell somebody I have power. I have power. See, that's why it, it, when, when, when you are conducting deliverance, you don't just stand in front of the, uh, either a possessed person or the demon itself? And, and begin to smile. And say, I'm speaking of, as you are looking at me now. I am doing what? I, I'm talking of, and you are just smiling. The demon will start laughing at you. Number one, the demon does not see your heart. It's what you say that determines the response you get from that demon. You have the authority. You have the power. But you've got to speak it. Tell somebody speak it. He said, whosoever shall see unto this mountain, be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea, and shall not that in his heart, but shall believe those things that he had said, that shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he said. This is very important. However, your faith must be rooted in forgiveness. Many of us speak the word of faith. But because unforgiveness is deep in our heart, what happens? The word we speak is toothless. We don't achieve the desired results. We have been fasting for the past, how many days? Today is day number what? Is it 28? 20 what? Today is day 27 of our prayer and fasting. So you've been fasting. You've been seeking the face of God. You've been committing that particular thing to God uh, in your heart. One thing that can hinder the answer to your prayers is what? Unforgiveness. You've not forgiven your wife. Those prayers will not be answered. I'm not praying. I'm not prophesying. I'm just telling you the truth. You've not forgiven your husband. Those prayers will not be answered. Oh, he sent me here. Then he abandoned me. Oh, he did this. Oh, he did that. You have to forgive that you may have your prayers answered, number one, and that you may make heaven. The Bible says, what shall it profit a man if he does what? And lose eternity. You can be promoted at your job. You you may be comfortable. But what profit is there if today the rapture takes place? Or if today the Lord says it's time to go home. And you find out that home is not what you told. Because of what? Unforgiveness. Forgive your parents. Very important. Forgive your parents. You might have been molested by your parents. You might have been abused by your parents. What I'm talking about abuse, not that your parents spank you. Spanking is good for children. Can the children repeat after me, say spanking is good for us. Children, say after me, spanking is good for us. Did I hear my friend talk? David, follow me? Say spanking is good for me. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Spanking is no abuse. It's a training. Your parents are spanking you because they love you. Amen? It's very important. So, you need to forgive your parents. You need to forgive your children. This is key for you to have your prayers answered. Otherwise, your fasting and your Navigation will be what? Will be in vain. It's not God's fault. It's you not doing the little things you need to do. It's not easy. No matter, I mean, depending on how deep the, 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 uh, the heart is, oh, but it's very important. When you pray, when you say what you desire, because of the creative power in your mouth, you need to forgive. You need to forgive. Mark 11, 25 to 26. Mark eleven twenty-five 25 to 26. When you st- I mean, stand praying, forgive. If you have ought against any, that your Father in heaven may forgive you your trespasses. None of us here can say, I don't have any trespasses. If God will forgive you, you need to forgive others. Amen. Amen. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name, Amen. because verse twenty-six says, "If you do not forgive, neither will your Father in heaven forgive your trespasses." You see. The third thing I want to stay—I mean, I want to point—I want to make here, as we round up, is God hates stagnation. How many of us know that? God hates stagnation. You will not be stagnant in Jesus' name. Amen. The Holy Spirit was first introduced to us as moving. In the process, creation began. In like manner, you are expected to move forwards and move upwards. You will move forward in Jesus' name. Amen. You will move upward in Jesus' name. Amen. You will be promoted in Jesus' name. Amen. The Bible says promotion comes neither from the east, the west, or the south. Psalm 75. God is the maker God is the creator God is the one that promotes He will count you worthy of His promotion in Jesus name The first blessing in the scriptures were released on the living things that move not on creations that are immobile When God created the sun and the moon, the stars, He didn't bless them No But on the fifth day of creation in Genesis chapter 1 verses 20 to 23 He created great whales. He created the living creatures that move in the water. He created all manner of things. And the Bible says in verse 22, And God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the waters in the seas, and let the the fowl multiply in the earth. That was the first blessing in the Bible. God doesn't bless houses. He blessed people to build houses. Is that not so? And somebody here is is receiving the blessing to build houses. Somebody here is receiving the blessing to be a a landlord to be reckoned with in the land. So shall it be in Jesus' name. On the sixth day, God created man and blessed him accordingly. Remember, no creation was made without the Holy Spirit. In Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 to 28, God said, let us make man in our own image. And then he, he now spoke the reason he wanted to make man. He said, let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, the fowl of the air, the cattle, the earth, over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. God created man for a purpose. And in verse 28, the Bible says, God bless them. I pray for someone here today, God bless you. I say God will bless you. Amen. You will be fruitful. Amen. You will multiply. Amen. You will have dominion. Amen. You will subdue all and every opposition. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Man was created for a purpose. And he was blessed to achieve that purpose. That's very important. He was created for a purpose. Whatever be that peculiar and specific purpose for which you are created. Receive the blessing to achieve it in Jesus' name. Amen. We are talking about the Holy Spirit in action. The Holy Spirit is, it. I mean, it, it desires to move in us for creation. If it is a creative force, if it was there when you were created, if it looks at you and it sees a meeting path, What can he do? What can he do? He looks at you, he sees a missing part. He was there when you were created. What can he do? He can't recreate. We are made to understand that there is a storehouse in heaven. That storehouse is full of many spare parts. There are kidneys there. There are livers there. There are hearts there. There are legs, there are limbs, there are fingers, there are toes. Therefore, as many as need them, if only there will be a reckoning that this was created, I mean, God has done the work of creation for me. What is it that is lacking in your situation? What is it that is lacking in your life? In one minute, you are going to go before the Lord. And you open your heart and say, Holy Spirit, do a work of creation in me. Let your creative power begin to move in my situation. Are there things I have used my mouth to destroy? Let there be a recreation. Let there be a repair. The Bible says in the beginning, I want to start afresh with you today. I want to start afresh with you.